And Are You Okay is a not safe for work podcast, so any young listeners are discouraged from continuing. However, we literally have no way to track that. So do whatever the hell you want and enjoy the show. I was not ready for that at all. <laughs> I wasn't ready to be landed immediately right off the bat. Oh, you got a lot of nerve coming here, you know that? <laughs> Why, hello. I just had to, there. had to get it out. You know, I was just so, so yeah. excited in anticipation for this movie. Lando's really cool, man, so that's fair. I mean, Sweetest I get it. man in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Big fan. What's up, man? Well, I just want to welcome everybody to... Annie, are you okay? A Star, Star Wars, Wars podcast. podcast. I am joined with the Lobot to my Lando. Nice. Thanks. Nice. That guy is kind of a, he's like a more machine than man, honestly. Uh, clearly. He's got that big thing around his head. Seebs, uh, plug your Twitter real quick so we can get this thing rolling. Yeah, boy. If you are big into Eagles and Sixers banter and Donald Trump slander, at Seebs, 70s, that's me. <laughs> So give that a follow. I am simply at, blah, 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 at yeah, at Mike the Illist. At Mike the Illist. Yeah, Mike the Trillist. Mikey underscore the Illist on Instagram for all my art-related things. Love it. Good stuff, man. I think you have an Etsy store now, too, don't you, for all I, your Star Wars-related goods? Yeah, I have some Star Wars-related prints that you can purchase. And uh, other go, things, too. You go check that out. You can check our Instagram and twitter for that information yeah and i think we're if i'm not mistaken we were using the whole pod just to promote ourselves and not talk about any of the movies right that's so yeah we're, we're killing it right it. now in that regard <laughs> so we just watched the empire strikes back and i love that movie so much critically acclaimed i'd be hard pressed to say it's it's definitely the best i don't, I don't yeah hard pressed yeah, I've been looking forward to this one. Um, it was really cool last week doing it with uh, Scott Grandy, big uh, your future father-in-law, big-time Star Wars fan. He gave us a really cool uh, perspective on the the original trilogy. Yeah, some uh, from wonderful a young, from a young insight into what it was like to see Star Wars as it came out. I'm sure eventually we'll we'll have him back on the pod so we can talk about this movie and Return of the Jedi. Sure. Just because, boy, are there some bombs dropped in this one, man. There's a big one that's dropped in there. It's pretty big. For a movie that was um, never, I guess, intended to even be made. Yeah, so, I mean, Star Wars was almost a box office flop. So, the fact that it did so well, I don't think George anticipated it, like, kind of coming into its own. He had all these story treatments, but Empire didn't quite exist the way it did when A New Hope had come out. And, you know, obviously things change. Lawrence Kasdan got involved from a screenplay standpoint, and George didn't actually direct this film. It was directed by Irving Kirshner. Yeah. And, man, can you really tell the difference? What a difference um, a director makes. Obviously, the prequels were made after the original trilogy, but watching four movies in a row that were directed by George and then one that's not, wow, what a difference. What a difference, dude. Pretty much, pretty much right away in the quality. So we're, I guess we're just going to kick it right off, man. Let's get after it. It's been three years 
right? Two I made that three up. years in, in between. Two years since the Death Station was, uh, was obliterated, up. along with millions and millions of lives of the workers that were on board. True. Let's take a moment of silence for them. Nah, fuck them. Good. Good call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a rebel base out on the, uh, the frozen tundra world of Hoth. That's right. Yeah. The rebels have been pushed out there. They're in hiding. Um, all of their other bases have been found by the Empire. So they're really trying to find a place to regroup. Uh, it seems like they're able to do that on Hoth, but yeah. it's not the best environment to do it's so. Not, it's not a great environment. It's a little cold. <laughs> um, there's a blizzard every like day, it seems like, which is yeah. not great. It gets so cold that they have to close their base off to the outside. Right. Yeah. And they have a, a bunch of sweet computers that they've managed to build that they don't do anything with. <laughs> it just looks like they're playing Battleship. It does. The one guy's <laughs> checking his, like, AOL.com account, which yeah. exists still, I guess. Fucking loser. What a dork. What a dork. So we do open up on uh, a Star Destroyer releasing probe droids out into the galaxy mm. to find the Rebels. They, they're launched to several different planets trying to find their base. Uh, probe droid lands on Hoth while mm-hmm. Luke is out on patrol on his on his Tauntaun that is masterfully stop motioned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is until it meets its end, but that's a few minutes away. But yeah, he's riding his uh what I don't know it's kind of like a kangaroo crossed with like a camel like a, and a ram. Something. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> it has it's, horns. It's weird. <laughs> Very bizarre. They make funny noises. They do make funny noises. Luke's been gone for far too long. Yeah. Far too long. Things are heating up back at the base, though, because Han and Leia are about to get it on in yeah, front of everyone. They are very much uh, one of those, like, we fight because we love each other type couples. Right. And it's like it's like us, Mike. Yeah, it's true. Um, People don't, they can't see the sexual tension through the, the sound waves. They are so much better than Anakin and Padme. You know, it's funny, I Infinite. have that um, written down, that it's like, there's instant chemistry between Carrie yes. and Harrison. And um, it's, well, I think the part of the problem is, and you'll probably agree with this, Padme and Anakin being like, the, their love story being the central focal point of Attack of the Clones makes the movie suffer. Yeah. But... Uh, like Han and Leia, their romance enhances the story, but it's not front and center all the time. Right. It's like it's cool when they're on screen together. Yeah. And that's a big thing with these movies in general is these actors like actually when they interact, it feels like actually real and not just more written in right. to advance some kind of storyline. It's I think that um, Hayden and U- Ewan like start to develop a better banter by the time they get to Revenge of the Sith, but they're only together for the beginning of the movie. Right. So, but this is like, all right, we've spent some time together. All of them were together on the Death Star. Right. And all of them are together on Hoth. And right away, Han Solo is kind of like being a little bit of an emotional bitch <laughs> because he's like yeah. trying to flirt with her and he's like, come on, there's a reason you you don't want me to leave. You yeah. like me. And it's just like, dude, are you like 12? Are you going to pass her a note <laughs> with a yes, no, maybe? Check boxes. She checked maybe, did she? She checked maybe. 
Uh, Leia is just like she says she wants to. She's like, I'd soon rather kiss a Wookiee. Well, she kissed everybody in this film. She's she's, a, she's kissing a lot of people. A lot of people. You know, I, if you thought about it, it looked like kissing Darth Vader when they were at that dinner later. That's true. To be honest, but it's a deleted scene probably. Yeah, she uh, she showed some restraint there, but um, things quickly. Uh, Han's pretty much headed out to go do more smuggler shit. I guess he's been around. Yeah, for so a few years now. Han is on the run, not just from bounty hunters. But the Empire and right. the bounty hunters have caught up to him. Uh, he says on Ord Mantell, they ran into a bounty hunter and it has had him thinking a lot about going to pay off his debt, which he clearly has enough credits to do so. After the reward, for right the after the Star. the box of credits that we saw him loading up Correct. in the last movie, um, till we get word that General Skywalker, I guess he's not a general yet, but Luke Skywalker is still. Uh, just kind of trapped out on his patrol, and yeah. he has not returned. He has not returned. So, you know, everyone's obviously getting worried. You know, he takes it upon himself to... Han takes it upon himself to go out and go find him. And even Han is out for a really long time. Right. Meanwhile, the reason why Luke isn't return, hasn't returned is because the Wampa has attacked him and his Tauntaun. Yeah, he got jacked up by a, a giant Yeti, Yeah. basically. <laughs> Essentially. And, in uh, out in the in the wilderness, um, again, massive creature sneaks up on somebody. Yeah, well, you know, you're always talking about like the Tuscan Raiders, but like snow is pretty easy to sneak up on people into. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, unless it's like the really crunchy. Snow this one, like, I think. <laughs> no, that looked pretty fucking fresh, man. Yeah, it's that powdered. was like yeah, fresh. straight powder, bro. <laughs> you're gonna hit. You're gonna see Sean White out on Hoth just <laughs> ripping it up, and then there's the Wampa, who pops out and just jacks his uh, his shit up. And drags him back to his Wampa cave, which, uh, man, there's a lot going on there. He there's so many bones. A lot of bones. And like, then how's he hanging up there, dude? I that's I was really curious about that. I've never thought about that until this watch through, but Luke's hanging from the ceiling feet first, and it looks like he's, like, frozen yeah, in I, something. Yeah, I think the Wampa was, like, yeah, right like, onto his feet. He just spit on his feet? Maybe he used Gorilla Glue, but I don't know where... They would sell that on Hoth. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's very many convenience stores on Hoth. And I don't know how closely the Yeti is related to a gorilla, so that'd be kind of fucked up maybe if he was using gorilla glue. Oh my god! But these are the deep cuts that people need. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I think about it a lot in the middle of the night. Sometimes I just wake up. And, so and we, we talked about as we were watching. Luke um, uses the Force to pull the saber to him, which. Um, if you're watching these in the release order, it's the first time the Force is used in a way that shows like telekinesis or like like the ability to move objects and right there it sets the tone for the fact that like i feel like almost everything we know about this force is showcased in this movie yeah they they definitely um they spend more time on it developing it into like a thing in this movie and i think that is one of the big reasons this movie is so much better than the other ones i agree they talk about the force it's like philosophical in a way, the, the way Yoda talks about it, and then we can actually see it being used tangibly. Yeah, yeah. like the, the Obi Wan talks to Luke basically in the first movie. It's yeah. like a it's like a cell phone carrier, right? And it turns into a, a lot more in this movie. So Luke is able to get himself out of that situation, get our first limb count of the day, Mike. Yeah. Count is at one. One that uh. uh uh, he slices the Wampa's arm straight off. I guess finds... I don't know if it's his Tauntaun. I'm imagining it's well, no, his he, Tauntaun. Well, no, he crawls out. Well, I guess his Tauntaun he, was being ate, 
Yeah. But he crawls out of the cave and he falls in the snow. That's and right. That's right. Like going through like a fever dream because he sees Obi Wan. Yeah. Obi Wan shows up. He's like, "Hello there," and he kind of laughs at him because he's like really struggling. <laughs> Terrible mentorship. Honestly, uh, he tells him to go to the Dagobah system to find Master Yoda. Master Yoda. Who? This is my. This is probably my favorite version of any of the Yodas that oh, we see. For sure. The last time we saw Yoda, he had he had given up a fight that he didn't need to give up. Yeah, he just bailed. Uh, he quit and ran like a pussy. Um, so Luke <laughs> is left for dead at this point. Han Solo finally tracks him down. And it's pretty cold out there. So Han realizes Luke's going to die. I'm going to put him inside the warm, warm Inside <laughs> of my Tauntaun that just died from, like, it being too cold out, I guess. Which <laughs> yeah. is weird because they live on this planet, so yeah, they're not so just adapted to it at all. Right. <laughs> so his just dies of, uh, it could have been a brain aneurysm, to be fair. I, guess, I don't know the anatomy of the Tauntaun race. But he died, I think, because it was too cold. Um, but perfect shelter for Luke during the storm. And then Han gets to work at putting up a shelter, which what the fuck kind of shelter you build in the middle of a blizzard planet? I, I don't know. I have no he idea. He just sticks this thing in the ground, and then, and then it cuts to <laughs> the, the snow speeders going to go find them. Yes. And I, I mentioned this to you while we were watching, and it's like, it's such a great like part of the score. Is just wasted on them. Yeah, trying to find Luke and Han. <laughs> it was this really like intense battle scene that made it sound like shit was gonna go down, and then <laughs> just like a search party of like four snow speeders out yeah, there. Yeah, right. They're just like it's like really really intense music, and you're like, oh, shit's about to go down. Yeah, it's like, nope. They're just <laughs> that yeah. pilot number two is like, aren't we found them? It's like listening to Metallica to like take the trash out to the curb <laughs> on Trash Day. That sounds that sounds like my life. Yeah, it's like not. Uh, it just didn't fit, but it it was funny. But they did eventually discover Luke. The pilot that finds him is really proud of himself. He's like, yes. I found them. Ha <laughs> 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 uh, So Luke is good to go. Shouts out to Han, my man, save the day. And then uh, we get we get this weird scene of Luke in like a medical and like a back to chamber. He's wearing an adult diaper. Yeah. And it was weird. Turns out when you get attacked by a Yeti, one of the side effects is spontaneously shitting yourself. Yeah, yeah, there was shit. They, Han was cool and, like, buried it everywhere because he, he didn't want to, like... <laughs> he was looking out for his boy. Be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Luke had a pretty a fat diaper on. Uh, and then yeah, it kind of sucks that, like, he's in the Leia and she had to see him in, like, the worst state like that. <laughs> like, that's probably ultimately, besides them being related, why they don't get together. Uh, she looks past it in the next does. scene. Now. <laughs> she does. She does. Because he got the shit beat out of him. Um, and I guess she forgot that she saw that because she does lay one right on him. A big fat uh, old smooch. Just to, just to prove a point right. um, in front of Han. Kissing everybody. Moments later. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, that's when we, that's what's going on with the Rebels, I should say. Back to the Empire. They're hanging out on a massive um, Star Destroyer. Yeah, they, uh, again, they use great visual representation. Um, a shadow envelops a Star Destroyer, and it ends up being the Super Star Destroyer, which is this gigantic ship that you mentioned. And that is where Vader is leading his forces from. 
is the Super Star Destroyer. Yeah. No no Death Star, no problem. They're not worried at all. They nope. still have a million Star Destroyers. A massive fleet. And uh, they're coming to Hoth to fuck shit up. Right, and everything would be fine if Admiral Ozzel wasn't such a fucking idiot. Oh, man, what happens <laughs> to him, Mike? Well, they come out of hyperspace too quickly because they think they have the element of surprise. Whoops. And it doesn't work, so... Does not work. Vader chokes him out. So Vader's a bit moody and he tough to work for. everybody out yeah, here. Yeah, he chokes out like three people in this movie i think if i'm remembering correctly this is the first one he yeah just, he, cho- he doesn't even have to be there he chokes him from like across this across space yeah he chokes like, him through like a skype call yeah. <laughs> uh, zoom wasn't wouldn't get behind this but skype there's guys they don't give a shit they right. let people choke people over their uh their waves um it, it's a great it's a great opportunity for the other guy that gets promoted i think it was Admiral Piet. Admiral Piet. But you got to wonder, do I want this job? <laughs> because if I fuck up like one thing, I'm going to get choked out and die. Yeah, getting a promotion is a death sentence. It kind of is. It kind of is. I, I don't think they even consulted HR. I think it was just like, you're an admiral. And I was like, whoa, what? let's talk pay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Trust me, you're not going to be around long enough to get a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, so we're just going to brush right past that. Um, so Darth Vader's planning his shit. They're planning the invasion. Turns around. General Veers, he's like, let's get these boys ready to attack. But General Veers is, like, right up <laughs> General Veers immediately is, like, <laughs> as soon as Vader turns around, he's standing, like, an inch away from him. He's like, of course, sir. It's like, what the f- Dude, were you there the whole time? Yeah, you and dude, and, weirdo. And General Veers doesn't fuck around. I guess General Veers had made it far enough up like he didn't fuck up while he was in that like admiral I, dude he hit the sweet spot yeah he's like he's just high enough where vader's not gonna choke you out I, well no disasters happened on his watch i guess so maybe so i don't know what the what the threshold for being choked out is but, but so Veers, general veers takes a bunch of atats shout out to general veers shout out to general veers shout out to veers watch on twitter who loves general veers You'll probably yeah, you're telling this podcast, me. But Veers watch. He's great. They follow. just they just tweet every time he's in something. Anytime he's in something, or when he's They're not probably in something, not they let you know that busy. he's not. Okay, in. cool. Good to know. Good to know. Um, so one uh, one thing that I actually noticed that I you can probably explain to me is. I think it was on that scene when they're in the Star Destroyer when he said something. They were talking about the Hoth invasion. He said Skywalker is down there or something like yeah. that. How does he know about Luke at this point? Is that okay. just a Force connection? So Vader has met Luke once. Right now in canon, they have interacted once, and they dueled very briefly, and Vader mops the floor with him completely. Okay. But he doesn't have his name at that point. He just knows that he's the pilot who killed the Death Star. So okay. Vader hires Boba Fett gotcha. to track him down, and he follows, or pretty much Boba Fett's trail leads him to Obi-Wan's hut, and he mm. gets a name for Vader, and it's Skywalker. A beautiful gotcha. comic panel scene of Vader's memories going back to Padme when she's telling him that she's pregnant, mm. and then it's cutting back to the Star Destroyer, and the glass just keeps cracking, and it goes like, memory, gra- mm. okay. glass, memory, glass, it's it's. See, awesome. this is what we got for you. We had the <laughs> deep cuts. Because that was the first time that occurred to me. I was like, wait a minute. How does he know who he is? Right. And so he's got the same last name. I'm pretty sure that like Boy, before Disney that. had bought Star Wars, there's a different explanation. But this is the current canon explanation. Okay. I That's pretty cool. Then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
So we get back to Hoth. They are fully aware that shit's about to go down. Yeah, Admiral Ozzel came out too quickly. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and he paid the price with his life. Yeah. So he is no more. So we're all set up. We got the cannons. The booby cannon. We got the booby cannon. We got the radar cannon thing that looks like a strainer, yeah, sort yeah, yeah, of, yeah. when you open it all I the know way exactly up. exactly which one you're talking about. And if yeah. they watch the movie, they will, yeah. too. It's hard See? to miss. We got trenches. We're, we're fully prepared. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> Empire has, like, six AT-ATs. Yeah. Also, can, let's just get this out of the way. If you call it an AT-AT, you're wrong. Because yeah. there's ATSTs, and you don't call it an at. Or you can call it an at because you you do whatever you want that makes you happy. No, we have to be divisive on this podcast. All right, we need to alienate listeners. Good. I hate you if you say at at then. Thank you. Tweet at me. At at me. Good one, Mike. That was good. I try. I'm, I'm proud of you for that one, actually. Um, so anyway, all jokes aside, ATATs are no nonsense. They're giant. Uh, camel. Uh, this is the second time I've said camel on this podcast. That'll yeah. be a record. I'm positive of that. <laughs> Super armored walking. All terrain armored transport. Yeah. AT. AT. So your rifles and cannons aren't going to get through these. No, but they sure do try. <laughs> they sure do keep trying the exact same thing. And uh, and again, they have like seven of these bad boys ready to rock. Yeah, they're coming down. They're gonna destroy the shield generator that the rebels have. That's the only right. thing protecting them as they're trying to escape. Right. They are escaping in a straight line. Yeah. Because of hyperspace lanes. Of course. If I have to explain it one more time. Which we nailed earlier. <laughs> so that that's what this turns into is it's about to be a slaughter. So the rebels are just like, all right, well, in that case, we're gonna get everybody out of here that we can. Right. They use the snow speeders as a diversion to get the transports away. Right. Which are escorted by two fighters. So they're simultaneously allowing their fleet to escape while protecting all their, like, ground forces that didn't stay behind. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Pretty cool battle scene here. We get the... uh, We get Dak, who's ready to take on the Empire. All by himself. Oh, boy. Is he wrong. Yeah. That's almost like being named Dak and thinking that you should be the top-paid quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) <laughs> nice nice one me um dak uh dak gets shot pretty pretty quickly into the battle yeah through. dak's about as useless as that quarterback down in dallas yeah exactly exactly <laughs> he gets uh, andy dalton is who we're talking about right now. exactly um yeah dak's dead as shit and this is pretty dark because luke do you see like several cuts of luke just flying around you can see dak's dead head just like rolling yeah. in, the, in the back just clearly on a swivel because, because he's, he's they sit dead. back to back basically in the cockpit and yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty horrible he's, then he gets crushed by an and luke is eventually. still a little whiny he's like oh hang on oh dick no dick so the um you know the rebels escape we get to see the cool takedown strategy yeah for wedge uh who's rogue three at this point rogue um, three ooh, ooh. Able to uh, use the tether cables. Tether cable, yeah, around the ATAT's legs. And apparently, when they when they fall over, like that's it. Like the shields are just completely down. And, uh, yeah, I, completely impenetrable. I thought that was kind of funny. Then I don't they know just why, but started just, shooting at him and they exploded. Yeah, so uh, if it's on the know. ground, if it's like in like if it's ready to take it up the butt, that's when you can shoot it. On the ground, it's going down. Yeah, penetrates. <laughs> is what I always say. So, uh, so yeah, absolute chaos on Hoth, but the rebels 
do make it off before the shield generator. Yeah, the Empire has struck back, but the Rebels make it out to fight another day. Yeah, damn, dude. What a tagline. (laughs) (laughs) They are out. Um, they do kind of get beat the fuck up, though. They get pretty pretty yeah. savage on like that the, one. Like the ground forces. Like, like on the scorecards, like they lost. Yeah, they got time. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but while this is happening, before they leave, Han goes back to make sure that Leia gets out okay. Oh, yeah, because he's a great guy. Right. He's and a great it, guy. Like, it hints at the back. Like, the romance is, like, in the background. It's a part of the plot. It it's is. Not, like, it's, it's not the plot. Exactly. Exactly, and it really helps this movie out. And so they're escaping, and it gets them off, and, you know, like, they they get in the Falcon as Vader is coming into the base on Hoth, and they narrowly escape. They are out of there, big time. Um, so on the Falcon, we got Luke, Leia. No. No, no, uh, sorry, Han, Leia, Chewbacca, and, and 3PO. 3PO. Or who we dubbed PCP-3O. pcp someone kill me eo yeah that guy. um luke on the other hand is uh ready to go wink wink regroup with the fleet he's going to dig but he's got no yeah, interest he in, has in no interest in meeting up with the rebels at this point yeah he's listening to old ben his ghost told him to go to dagobah and despite all of r2's objections they go anyway oh they're going to dagobah dagobah looks like a terrible world when we get there by the way oh yeah complete it, complete there's just swamp. swamp. I know you want to say it. Just fuck it. Just say it. This is a swamp. Monster. Just say it, man. There's water everywhere. <laughs> there's there is like water trashy, everywhere. dirty you swamp go water. water. And but Luke, they go near the water. Luke. They land in the water. They land in the water. R2 almost drowns. We get a great R2 scream when he gets shot out. Now, I those are always the best sound effects. They like, are. If you don't, if you like Star Wars and you don't like the R2 screams, like I don't know. I don't know if we can be friends. I don't know what to do for you, pal, if you're not into that. Um, Luke is here on a mission looking for Jedi Master Yoda. Correct. And we meet this weirdo green creature who's just digging through his shit. Yeah. And first he's, off, he's hiding in a tree. Right. And he is crazy. He is out of his mind. Bonkers, <laughs> even. He's digging through his lunchbox. He's like, oh, what's this? <laughs> he starts he's just throwing shit. He starts like eating like something that Luke was eating, and then Luke goes to like take a bite out of it, realizes that Yoda is gross, and like throws it away. He doesn't yeah. even give it to Yoda. This is my favorite version of Yoda because he is just delirious. It's all like an act. You find right. out, but he's just insane. He grabs his flashlight that he's suddenly obsessed with, tries to beat the shit out of R two D two for trying to take it back. <laughs> Grabs his cane, starts smashing R2 with it, um, and then eventually gets Luke to like accept him by being like, "Oh, you're looking for Yoda? I'll take you to him. I am hungry as shit, though. We gotta, we gotta take care yeah, of that." Yeah, he's first. like, "I have great stew at my hut." It looks disca- it looks pretty nasty. Yeah, it looks like Yoda gruel. Um, <laughs> it's it's a far cry from the checkers. We learned he was banned from checkers when he went there, at the close of Revenge of the Sith. Right. We don't get details, but ever since then, he's afraid to go buy food, so he just makes disgusting gruel <laughs> in his uh, his apartment, which is him-sized, so Yoda doesn't really doesn't really fit. Yeah, he's comfortable, but Luke is, like, all hunched over. And then poor R2 is just out in the rain just yeah. watching them hang he just out. went through, like, a traumatic experience, and Luke is like, stay with the camp. Yeah. And then R2, which I don't blame him, R2 doesn't stay at the camp. He follows him to the hut. He does. And then he's just sitting outside. 
Poor he guy. does. Oh man. Hmm. Sad R2 noises. This is when we find out uh, that Yoda is not a senile crazy person. And he's actually Jedi he's, Master. Yeah, he's old, he's quite he's old Yoda Kenobi. Right, right. Um, Yoda has a little... This I did never realize this for some reason, but this it's a three-way ghost conversation when <laughs> Yoda's talking to uh, to old Ben. Uh, Luke can just hear and like participate in it. And I thought that was wild. Um, they're basically openly discussing training Luke to be a Jedi. Right, whether he's okay. I mean, Ben is obviously pushing for it. But Yoda, I think it's funny. I don't. I never really quite realized it, but he needs to conquer his fear of failing another student. Oh, because he doesn't want to go back to that checkers that he got banned from. Exactly. Ultimately. Right. So See, you know, Yoda had trained Jedi for hundreds of years, right. and look what happened. Right. And now he has he has this you know opportunity to train Luke, gotcha. and he doesn't want to do it, and he's making all these excuses. I think because ultimately. He is afraid. He's got a chance. And, like, I mean, fear is a path that leads to the dark side, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, the Jedi, I don't think they like it. Like, they don't conquer, like, the dark side. It's something that they are constantly struggling with. So even though Yoda no. has been through the gamut, like, he, it's still, he's still capable of having fear, of being afraid that Luke, he's going to train Luke and Luke is going to become another agent of evil. Right. Valid, because the dark side is clearly way easier to uh way easier path to follow right they s- and they are for sure stronger when he asks him that question yeah, Yoda Luke, doesn't Luke, answer yeah Luke's you can like, they can shoot lightning out of their hands like they're for sure yeah he's just is the dark side stronger yes is like, Yoda gives him like a bullshit like no quicker and easier <laughs> that's like one time i when this is a weird comparison but i feel like it, it relates uh, when the Hunger Games were like coming out, I did a Google search because I was interested, and I was like, "Are the Hunger Games books for girls?" Because I don't want to read books that were for girls. I didn't think it was. I don't know if it was like a Twilight thing. And, and the internet was like, "Books are for anyone who wants to read." And it's like, "No, okay, tell me the tell me the real answer." The real answer is yes, right? It wasn't. They were actually pretty good. I'd recommend them. I don't know if I still would at twenty seven, but I know you put really a pin in heavily that. identify with Katniss Everdeen. I do, I do. You know, she's still single in real life, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, my my Twitter is, uh, again, <laughs> to the top of the pot, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Stupid. So Yoda is basically, after that brief conversation, like, all right, here we go. It's it's time to train the boy. Right. Um, meanwhile, Luke and – or no, I keep saying Luke. Han and company are – Still on the run. Yeah, they're escaping the Empire. The okay, it's really funny. I feel like the Falcon is like so temperamental that it feels like a character. Um, it's like you know the hyperdrive's not working. They're constantly trying to fix it. It is truly a hunk of junk. But when it's like when it's working, it is your best chance of getting out of anywhere. Period. The hyperdrive's fucked up. The entire the drive is super fucked up. <laughs> the entire movie, it's fucked up. And so, here's an example of. Han being totally badass. Yeah. He, they're about to come up on There's an asteroid There's a couple field. good ones. There are a couple movie. good ones in this movie. They're about to go into an asteroid field. 3PO's freaking out. The odds of it are 3,720 to 1. And he says, never, never tell, tell me, me the odds. odds. And, and flies straight 
into the asteroid field. <laughs> directly into it. Directly like, into it. No fucking fear. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but this is way more badass than him shooting first in a fucking canteen. I don't I don't I don't disagree with you on that one. It's just like I don't disagree with you on that one. Never tell me the odds. Yeah. And then they in other ways say that for years in Star Wars because right. it's so fucking cool. It is yeah. extremely cool. Right. And he masterfully navigates an asteroid field because loses, he's no bitch. Loses all their tails. Yep. Hides Okay, inside where a space he hides worm. maybe is a little questionable, but he didn't know. But uh, no, how how would you know that? <laughs> they make it out anyway. They're fine in the yeah. end. They get out of the space worm. Uh, while they're in the space worm, this is the biggest C three PO is a pussy moment. I think, arguably, is when he's in the ship and the Minox are flying around, and he's just like, ah! It's like a really loud scream. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, oh, oh, I'll stay and protect the ship while he's in <laughs> while he's doors. In the ship. Yeah. Meanwhile, Chewie, Han, and Leia all go guy. out to investigate. Fuck that guy. My God, fuck that guy. <laughs> Terrible. Another kiss happens while they're in the in the space worm. The romantic It does. Kiss. I yeah. almost forgot about that. So Leia's second kiss of the movie with the second person of the movie with Mr. Han. Limb count one, kiss count two. And who cockbox him? Who do you think? <laughs> Fucking 3PO rolls in. And Han Solo is, again, visibly pissed off at 3PO. <laughs> Love it. Leia slinks off to consider her actions because she's getting around She's like, these oh, days. man, I can't, I can't decide which man I want. I know. Tough call. Harrison Ford, for sure. Not a tough call, really, for yeah, me. He's a very sexy man. Yeah. So Darth Vader has a master, we learn. Yeah, I wonder who that could be. It's Jar Jar Binks. No. I know it fucked me up too. I was like, I don't they changed that, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember that. <laughs> Damn, these special editions they I, keep changing everything. It's like what is even real anymore? How many times? It's it's crazy. It's like watching a new movie every time. I know. Um it's not Jar Jar Binks. It's no, it is Emperor, Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> so we see him in glorious glorious blue three D projected into uh is a, a video conference. Uh, where he has now learned that Luke Skywalker. Ooh, my pen was too excited for this part. Yeah, yes, your pen was like, oh my god, they're mentioning Luke what? Skywalker. Uh, Palpatine now knows of young Luke Skywalker, and how he is a threat to the carefully crafted empire that they have built over the past twenty so years. He tells Vader, "I hate this guy. He's got to go. His hair is stupid." Vader says he could be a powerful ally. He could be a powerful ally. If he could be turned to the dark side. If he could be turned to the dark side. And then Palpatine's like, shit, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's that's actually a pretty good call. And then Vader lays down the super badass line, he will join us or die. And then you very aptly mentioned that neither of those things happen. Or neither <laughs> of those things will happen. But that would be pretty lame for a bad guy to throw out like, or he could just he could fuck me up. On your like, Scantron, make sure you bubble in C, yeah. none of the above. Option C, none of the above was what happened. But it was cool to see Vader, uh, I think this is the first time we really see him reporting up the right. chain. Yeah, he has always been the top of the chain. I, I would say that him and Grandma Tarkin in A New Hope are kind of like on the same level. Right. Or they have the same Grandma, authority. Grandma Tark's dead as shit now, He though. is dead as shit. He so. got blowed up on the Death Star. He got blowed up. Part of Luke's, like, 300,000, like, kill count. Kid's a stone-cold killer, man. 
What is it with the Skywalkers and that lust for uh, blood? They love to kill, especially the young. They love to kill. Yes. So, uh, I don't know, man. It's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. Um, cut back to Dagobah, doing some training. Yoda's a backpack now. Yes. Um, and just, like, when Luke's, like, flipping around, Yoda's just, like, I guess also kind of doing a flip on his back. And it just looks weird. Um, it does look I love weird. It. It's a lot of rope climbing. Looks like seventh grade, like, PE class. Yeah, it's the opposite of the gym from Rocky IV. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's I ripped fair. that joke straight from Family Guy. But it's so good, I had to reference it. I didn't even know that. You could have just... I wouldn't... I would have just thought you were a really funny guy, and now you kind of no, just look like an no, asshole. I'm, not, I'm never funny. So, now i got to tag them when I post this. Thanks, Mike. No, don't worry about it. Just kidding. We steal music every week. <laughs> it's, really, uh, it's really not a problem. Um, they ha- This is one of the... This is one of the scenes... This is one of the only scenes where I get what they're doing, but I could... I'm indifferent about it. Like the, the cave scenes. Yeah, okay, so... I mean, the the dark side cave is definitely they're trying to visually represent what Luke can become, but they kind of do it in a weird way by like him attacking Vader, and then the helmet like yeah. blows up, and Luke's face is inside. And yeah, it's like what's going on here? Yeah, is it called the dark side cave? Because I feel like yeah. that's pretty mal- that's pretty malicious. Yeah. Okay, that's it's got a sign above it. It says dark side yeah, cave. Yeah, it says dark side cave. Enter here. Okay. I would not enter and there. It, and then there's like a small sign underneath, and it says, "What's in there? Only what you bring with you." And weapons. And weapons. Yeah. Um, is that on Yelp by any chance? Because I feel like other people would have mentioned that, like, "Hey, you're gonna cut your own head off if you go in here." It's kind of <laughs> I think trippy it's in one of the like, one star reviews. That's fair. I think that's a. I think that's a fair point. Yeah, that's the only. That's the only scene in this movie where I kind of just like, what the hell going on here but that that does kind of my next note is they then have this whole discussion about the force and it being kind of like a state of mind in a way and everything that it can do and i think it really did serve the movie that they spent so much time developing the force into a thing yeah where also so there's obviously the there's like dual storylines happening han and leia are all doing their thing and luke is on dagobah and it's like okay how much time has really passed and I've heard a really good, um, like, explanation. Like, planets that are strongest in the Force, at least when, like, people are training on them, time, t- like, tends to slow down. As if it's, like, it's kind of, like, equated to, like, when people, like, like Buddhists, when they meditate, they can meditate for an hour. And mm-hmm. it's, like, eight hours of sleep. Okay. So it's, like... I gotta switch to that, then. Because that <laughs> sounds way more efficient. I know. That's... I wish I could do that. Yeah. But that's kind of like what's going on here is that their time just does not work the same mm-hmm. on Dagobah because it's so strong with the force. So during this training, you know, Luke is getting a ton out of it. Like him and Yoda are really diving right deep into the force. And like what he does, able. we do see his progress is coming along pretty quick. Yeah. He becomes significantly more badass, but still kind of whiny. Still a little bit whiny. We're not at cool sixth, episode luke yet Not but yet. we're we're crawling we're, towards yes it. we're very close we see him little stuff picking up rocks um yoda balancing on his foot he's like not in the center of his foot but he's standing perfectly flat on top of luke's foot while he's <laughs> doing a handstand it's, it's wild fun to watch um a couple times i mean luke 
loses concentration, falls over. Yoda, <laughs> Yoda tumbles over, makes the best falling face. He's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, Luke doesn't even ask. Like he doesn't even ask. Good. He's okay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of fucked up. Um, we do still see that Luke's got a long way to go because he doesn't believe in himself enough to get the X-wing out of the swamp. Yeah. So I don't think it's. I don't think that your like someone's power in the Force is limitless. But the more, unlimited power, Mike. Right, but the more faith you put into your ability to do something, the stronger your will with the force is. Hmm. So good life lesson, also. Yeah, I. It's it's definitely something that you can like apply to everyday life. The more confidence you have in yourself, the better you might be at something. Sometimes hmm. overconfidence is a problem, but in this case, it's a. It's truly about believing in your own ability to do something right and luke doesn't have that right now right and basically this whole training session ends with oh shit my friends are in danger i am gonna just go take care of them and we'll finish this training thing later that's how this kind of set Obi-Wan shows up again. He's like, wait, no, no. Like, he literally <laughs> yeah. puts his hands up like, I'm fucking done with this guy. <laughs> Don't leave. <laughs> Don't do it. He's like, oh, I'll be back. I, I swear. And just and he's, he's out. He's off to Agobah. This is when we get the, the Yoda-Obi-Wan exchange where... Yeah, Obi-Wan says, he was our last hope. The boy was our last hope. No. There is another. <laughs> It's, we find out it's Pat Skywalker, right? Who works at the Luke Oil on Dagobah? Weirdly enough, yeah, crazy that he's just been there the whole time. Yeah, he doesn't have any skills, and he kind of sucks. He's he's like their last ditch effort option, like right, like in Dagobah, it's kind of like Jersey yeah. where they have people pump the gas for you, but they don't yeah. even let him pump the gas. Yeah, no, he can't. He washes the windshields if like they're if someone is absent and can't do it. He's like a backup guy. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Terrible. So Pat Skywalker is kind of waiting in the wings. Um, why are his friends in danger, Mike? Because the Empire has got a team of bounty hunters. Bounty hunters? Bounty hunters. <laughs> Looking for them. Yeah, He's Dog got, the Bounty Hunter is, I'm the dog. The big dog the Bounty dog. Hunter, I think he's in jail now. Oh. But at this point in time. But at this point in time, he's still he's out, out there. there. You know, he was like, he's just a bail bondsman. Jesus like he just went to collect bail bonds. He wasn't even like it's re- actually really really not that cool. But Betty, sorry had to crush mace. your dreams like that. Betty, Betty, Betty had the bear mace though. Betty so was fine. yeah, that was his girl. Sorry, dog. I hope you're doing better now. <laughs> Find Christ, bro. Other other bounty hunters are out there looking for him. Some actual real scary bounty hunters like Boba Fett, like Boba Fett and Bosk, and Bosk is not wearing shoes. No. And and Dengar, gross. That guy with the big white wrap on his head. Yep, yep. IG eighty eight is there. IG eighty eight was nailed to the floor in that scene because they they couldn't get him to stand up straight. That's pretty funny. It is. I would have liked to be the guy that had to nail him to the floor just to tell that story. Yeah. I would tell that every time anyone brought this movie up. <laughs> and also just just because Forlom and Zuckus are also there, in case people thought we don't, were missing anybody. Don't know them. That's but fine. you do, and that's that's why this is part of our dynamic. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why we're so mildly successful. <laughs> um, so we got a fearsome team of what we could assume are the, uh, the galaxy's best bounty hunters. That are which also does that not speak to 
the Empire's incompetence. I think, like I mean, there's a lot of examples of that. In this that this yeah. is right, I think, before or after we see like the second or third Navy get, member yeah, get officer out. get choked out. Right. So I mean, I don't know. Vader's calling in the big guns. He's not. He's not taking chances anymore because he's. I think there was a very. It's like when you reach a certain rank in the Empire, it's for a reason. Like you're. You're. You have sheer competence, and everybody beneath you. Like, let's be real. The stormtroopers are a far cry from what the clone troopers were. Yeah. Well, so, the, besides being the, the galaxy's fiercest marksman, which we never one time see. No. <laughs> they get outshot in this movie in every single scene that they're in. Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, they always show up right when ships are, like, taking off out of the docks, and they're, the Empire is not, I don't know. So they're, they're, oh, they're man, outsourcing. we just missed them. <laughs> the Empire is outsourcing right now. Yeah. <laughs> some <laughs> random bounty hunters, some guns for hire, to find the Millennium Falcon. Or the Falcon, as they yeah. sometimes say. And the Falcon is masterfully hiding on one of their ships as we speak. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Using great, its, like, gravitational great locks to, like, avoid their scanners by being a part of the ship itself. So Right. Pretty pretty crafty there, Han. Another point for Han being the shit. Yeah. Very much showing his badassery. Right. They decide to go to the Bespin system. Yes. Where Han's old buddy Lando... One a facility, the cloud facility, or yes. blah, 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 cloud city. That's a place. Cloud they, city. They harvest Tabana gas there. Yeah, I can't speak, but I know that. That I was gonna say that's a that's a level of detail that makes up for your not ability to your not ability to speak there. I spec. I spec. <laughs> that was dumb. Spec. <laughs> that was dumb. Um, so they basically wait for the uh, star destroyer to dump their trash. They take off. Boba Fett literally is in that trash, and he's like following them, and they just they just don't see him. They have no idea he's there. So, crafty guy tracks them all the way to. He Bespin. seems like someone who wouldn't go near the water. Well, actually, uh, Boba was with Jango Fett in the ship in Attack of the Clones when Obi Wan did something very similar when he hid on an asteroid. So I think Boba was, uh, I think Boba was like, oh yeah, they did do that. I might have learned something there. Like spinning. Like spinning's a cool trick. Yeah. It's wizard, honestly, that they are able to do that. It's pretty wizard. It's pretty wizard. So they, um, they're tracking them to Bespin, as we said, to, uh, or they're on their way to Bespin, I I should say, to get their hyperdrive fixed, because that's one of the only people anywhere nearby that han knows doesn't trust he says that but yes yeah. he doesn't like the empire either so maybe he'll help us out right the enemy of my enemy is my friend exactly i'm very curious as to how lando who we kind of know from some later uh source material is like not the most reputable guy like he's kind of a scumbag too how does he get to be the head of like an operation on a mining colony he definitely wins it by gambling he has but to, he right? But he definitely wins it because he's cheating. Yeah. So, so I love Lando. Oh, yeah. For that I, more dude, so. It's funny. I love Billy Dee Williams as Lando. I love Donald Glover as Lando. They just never really do Lando wrong. Well, he's except when they bring him back for the unnecessary cameo oh. in 9. But, <laughs> hey, man. Whatever. Uh, Lando, yeah, like you said, I'm sure he bet something to become the leader. You do hear him talking about, like, 
his like what's going on, and he's yeah, very he's, in touch he's with gone what's happening. From like scumbag smuggler to scumbag leader of people. Yes. On Cloud City, and he actually really seems to care for his citizens. He does. He, he does. doesn't want the empire to occupy them. No. Probably for more per- more than just personal reasons at this point. Right. Like he, you know, and he. I don't think he wants to give Han over either. But it ends up becoming something that he has to do in order right. to secure the safety of his facility. Right. So it's it's funny because we're, you know, catching up. Han and Han and Lando are catching up after after so much time uh, apart. They're walking to. Uh, Lando invites them to join him for some refreshments. They get to the door of, I guess, some dining room or bar that they're going to, and he literally says, I made a deal with the Empire to keep them out of here for a long time. Hits the door, and Vader's there. (laughs) Dude, I wrote this down. I need to see more Force users blocking laser bolts with their hand. Because it's badass. It was pretty cool. Han shot first in this situation because he was the only one to shoot. Yeah, he waited no time at all. That, is this is infinitely more badass that he was like, fuck this. He yeah. just started firing. <laughs> but no, everyone gets their panties in a bunch of I know. green slug and a canteen. I know. So he shoots at Vader like, I don't know, three times. Like you said, he blocks him. He's like, I'm hungry. If you guys want to have a quick bite before we go on our evil shit. Honored if you would binge eat with us. Um, Robot Chicken Star Wars. I've always wondered they nailed this. Like, how uncomfortable and awkward was that? Yeah. <laughs> was that dinner afterwards? Because like, there's very clearly some some shit that's about to go down. The oh. soup tastes really good. You know, like a on Alderaan. Ooh, burn <laughs> that planet well, of mine that you blew up. <laughs> so ultimately, what happens here is uh, Boba Fett has tracked them and wants to take Han Solo back to Jabba the Hutt for the contract on his head. And Vader sees it as an opportunity to bring Luke to Cloud City. Exactly. So Dual purpose. Just going to backtrack slightly. Obviously, we already talked about Luke leaving, but this is um, another example of... He suffers from, kind of from the same like failings that his father did, whereas like Anakin and Luke very much let their Force visions alter and completely manipulate their actions. Hmm. And always against someone else's better judgment do they go and do what they're not supposed to. And there's always repercussions. Always. Like losing a hand. Oops. Not quite there yet. Whoopsie. So Han gets frozen in carbonite. Pretty iconic. Um, I love you. I know. (laughs) He gets frozen in carbonite. Um, I don't understand why these carbonite freezings have, like, computer dashboards in our side. completely unaired pilot episode where we watched an arc of the clone we'll yeah talk about this yeah I, it's, and it's a valid point i don't know why I, the I computers randomly show up on the side <laughs> does of apple freezing. sanction these or like how does i don't know how these get made doesn't matter they're able to confirm at least that han is alive so boba's pretty hype about that because he gets the cash in on yeah because money. he's no good to me dead yeah exactly that's pretty much boba fett's line for like two movies that he's in yep it's on a mug that i have too that i shamelessly uh (laughs) use um so basically lando is misled uh saying that they only want han leia and chewbacca are they can they're his deal they're fine the empire doesn't want anything to do with them as long as they can stay with him Ooh, vader's double crosser mike yeah he's not happening 
Take them to my ship. Take them to my ship. This is when Lando's like, yo, what the fuck, dude? And then Vader's like, I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. Yeah, and Lando's like, man, I gotta go back to scheming people. This sucks being on the other end. This deal is getting worse all the time. This is terrible. So the table is set. Vader's got Luke's friends. Luke is en route. And I think he shows up, like, seconds later. Like, Skywalker's here. And he's like, excellent. Make sure he finds his way to, like, the, the carbon right. chamber room. And Lando is scheming with Lobot this whole time. Lobot, who, if you're not a big enough nerd to know who that is. The bald dude with the computer on the Is the, the bald uh, computer man. Who is, like, honestly, him and Lando are, like, job in the Empire right here. <laughs> They're, like, they really get, they really fuck them up. They get all the, like, Cloud City police officers yeah. to, like, ambush them. They're able to free Chewie, who is not happy. Not happy. Chokes. He chokes with his hands, not the force. He chokes yeah. the shit out of, out of <laughs> Lando, uh, Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Um, who gets off like three or four? Like <laughs> that probably is gonna sound. Yeah, I know we, we didn't even talk about it, and I, I after this point we don't even need to talk about it. But three PO has been annoying, shot, annoying, 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 still more annoying I, this entire time. Yeah. We've just been choosing not to tell you. I about don't want to <laughs> talk about him. I, I mentally I made a, a that was a conscious choice to not even talk about him getting blasted the bits. Yeah, well. Which I loved, by the way. I'll right. say that much. Yeah, we Fuck all that agree that that was great, but like, 3 is just bitching this whole time. They end up rendezvousing with R2-D2, who has arrived with Luke. Yes, yes. And they're trying to rescue Han before Boba makes it off Bespin. They are. Tr- they try. They have a little shootout, but uh, Boba Fett makes it off Bespin yeah. with Han Solo in Carbonate. And now their only choice is to escape themselves, so they make their way to the Falcon. They do. There's a shootout where we see, I think, like four or five stormtroopers get lit up. Yeah, and none of their and none of them hit. Nope. At all. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. So they take off just fine. Which leaves us with Luke and Vader, the battle that, in the opinions of Yoda and Obi Wan, was just a little bit premature. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that Luke is very outclassed here while he has definitely increased his skill tremendously it is not nearly enough right right he's got some nice moves as we hear the most impressive yes uh he does he he competes with him a little bit but we do see force jump here for the first time we do we do he jumps out of the pit uh the carbon uh dating pit and jumps up into the ceiling and vader's like all right that was pretty cool um Vader's fighting pretty much with one hand the whole time. He's yes. not really like trying too hard. We do get a series of awesome Vader sounds <laughs> in this. <laughs> he falls off like a ledge, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh!" And I then need a supercut of Vader like like grunting. <laughs> Luke eventually like tags him in the shoulder, and he's like, <laughs> And they're both pretty great. Um, it's a good it's a good fight though. The fight choreography is way, way better than, than yeah. you hope. Maybe it's because Vader's not fighting like a sixty year old man. Yeah, I think it's like also Also Bo- three years have passed in real time. Right. So, so they had some technology some, advanced a, a good bit. Right. In that amount they of time. Trained a little bit and like had more choreography, but right. I think that the um the emotional stakes are so much higher here. Let's just compare it to Attack of the Clones, right? Sure. Um we meet Count Dooku, like, over halfway through that movie. 
and Anakin and Obi-Wan fight him. It just doesn't feel as, a, as like, important, I guess. Right. It's like not, it feels like, like a battle. Right. It feels like a battle, but, like, like, what are the stakes? Like, why are they fighting? Like, I mean, you know, but it's not as, like, the gravity's not there. You've had two whole movies at this point to get to know Luke. You see Luke train. He's building up to something. Right. And Vader has spent this entire movie choking out anybody who gets in his way. Yeah. So, Which I respect. I mean, right. if I could do that in real life, I'd <laughs> So the stakes were so much higher. It's emotionally charged. And for more reasons than, like, you obviously find out later in the fight, like, the climactic, like, you know, peak of this is after Luke eventually gets bested and has his hand cut off. Right. Ooh, chippity-choppity. There yeah. goes your hand. Limb count is at Dose. two. Multicultural. Nice job, Mike. I, I, like, I like that. This is... Anakin, are you, or Annie, are you okay to Portez <laughs> for the rest of the show? And if, if you would please, I know you hate when I ask you to do impressions, but your Luke is just too good. Stop it. Uh, yeah. All right. Do, do, we, do, we, do, do we go back and forth here? Or what do we, <laughs> we, can, we can do that. I, mean, I don't know that many lines. Obi-Wan never told you about your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. And I'm not gonna do the the no because it it's a it's a really good one. It's it probably the best one. It's arguably. the best no. Yeah, I think Maybe it's the in best movie one. History. It's up there. It's got to be. It's in the, the best one in Star Wars. I think. Yeah, for sure. But we get the big reveal that Darth Vader is Luke's father, which is insane for when this. I, so you know, thirty years have passed since you and me you know, see this, and it's a pop culture thing. Everybody knows this, but right. at the time, like, no one put that together. People didn't know. The people making the movie didn't know. Mark Hamill right. and James Earl Jones. So the person who was, who was acting Darth Vader, David Prowse, like the physical body, didn't he even says, tell him. He, tell, he says to Luke, Obi-Wan killed your father. Yeah. Thinking, like, oh, it's a big deal. Right. No, but they dub over in James Earl Jones' voice, no, I am your father huge fucking deal i mean like just massive bomb i personally and i'm sure you are the same way i've been watching star wars my entire life there is not a moment i can go back to where i did not know that darth vader was luke's father right for people at the time their minds must have been blown it had to have been the biggest movie twist in history at that point right that was uh i mean luke's reaction was everyone's reaction (laughs) really basically at that point and that's when he's like, son, we could rule the galaxy together. And then That's not true. That's impossible. Luke's just like, <laughs> I'm going to kill myself and stab Pops. I'm out. Yeah, and he, he just lets he, go. He lives off. He can't give him the double bird because he's missing a hand. He wanted the double but bird. He, but he flips him off. But he just throws him a middle finger while he's like falling to, I guess, his expected death because that seems better than turning to the dark side in, right. that, in that instance. So he stayed true to his word. I guess, in a weird way. Um, I don't understand Cloud City's ventilation systems. No, he gets sucked down the really cool-looking slide. But he goes down a slide that leads to another slide that leads to him falling on, like, an antenna. That's I'm not going to lie. If I had both my hands, I probably would have enjoyed myself. Sure, but he, but only had, one he hand, had one, and it so, looked painful. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Millennium Falcon. Luke's able to channel Leia to the Millennium Falcon. Right, and this is actually our first inkling 
to notice that she is also force sensitive. Right. Pat Skywalker was bullshit. Yeah, we were lying about that. That was not true. It was Leia. Leia was was the the other. other. Yeah. Um, Also, Han, not Han, Lando is for some reason dressed as Han's not in this moment but a little bit later a little bit later yeah he's wearing Han's cl- and I would just want to mention that before I forget because that's like super weird <laughs> yeah it's kind of jarring like he's wearing Han's that's like outfit. if I was like Mike can I borrow your car and then just start wearing I mean, your there's Marvel not much shit. more of this breakdown we can just jump to that point yeah Wanda's wearing Han's clothes what the f- like, what clothes? the f- that's way too familiar and Chewie's totally fine with it he doesn't even question it I don't know I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Loyalty I need a thrown minute. out the I need window. a minute for that. After all that bullshit, like, you just betrayed your friend, you're like, he had a good style, though. Yeah. He's like, you can cop it. Yeah. That's fine. He's like, if I don't do it, every girl in their 20s is going to do it 40 <laughs> years from now, so I might as well be ahead of the curve. <laughs> so, anyway, they get that was, Luke. That was a thing. That was a thing. The, 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 Han, Solo <laughs> the Han Solo look. was a, a girl's look. Every fall... It still does come back, dude. I don't understand the black Why would vest with the in boots. In the right mind, wear a vest and leggings. I don't know. Vests are pointless to me. Yeah, it's not like the air is not going through your sleeves. Yeah, but it is kind of cool look though. So, well, I guess I don't know. Um, Luke is back in their possession, and you're right. Not really too much happens. They give him a new hand. There is a brief interaction. Uh, between him and, and Vader, where they're speaking to each other through the Force. Yeah, and Luke just can't get over the fact that Ben didn't tell him. He's like, Ben, why didn't you tell me? He's like, I forgot. I was busy. I was at bingo. I, <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> I got this line at Cinnabon was extremely long. People, they make mistakes Yeah, from a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. <laughs> So that's it, man. That, I mean, we we get the last shot of the movie is a is a hopeful uh, rebellion Luke, on Luke and Leia yeah. staring out the window at some galaxy or like some galaxy sun or something far far storm. away. Yeah, and then Vader's on, you know, back on his star destroyer. Very clearly, there's gonna be some some follow up action on this. Right? They, I mean, I'm surprised it didn't say like to be continued and right. like, back to the future font. Right. But um, it's. I think it's funny because like it's Leia's theme as the movie is ending, and it just says like that. Like they've been playing it throughout the movie, like through the escape, they're they're playing Leia's theme, and it just has this like vibe of like it's somber but hopeful at the same time. Right. And like that's the tone you're left with. You have Han is gone. Which was kind of the end of the third movie. That was a little bit what we got. Right, right. Like of Revenge of the Shits. Things are bleak, but there is still hope. Right. And that's what I think every Star Wars movie is meant to leave you with. Right. There is a chance for you to to change things mm-hmm. for the better. So the movie ends. It's a great movie, Mike. <laughs> this is a five for me. I lied to you last week. I oh, said that I couldn't give any movie a five. It's a probably five. a five for me, too. I'll, I'll gonna give be, it a... Uh, Five tauntauns out of five. I'm going to go with five choked out Navy captains. <laughs> because there is about five in that movie. Love it. So, that was the breakdown. Now, let's get to some key themes and points. Right. So, critically speaking, this movie stands alone 
or you know above the rest what gives it that edge over other star wars films and what can future star wars filmmakers draw from it to make their movies better i was trying to think of that a lot during this movie i don't it's I don't know that there's necessarily a, a model that other movies can be able to follow, but I think it's a couple things. I think it is it's kind of like what the first movie started with that path of a hero journey. This is when we see that transformation kind of really start, which I think is a big piece of it. Um, and like you said, the stakes of that same hero going up against what, who is perceived to be the ultimate villain in the universe um, the big twist obviously helps that, and the fact that we have kind of two plot lines going at the same time that are both equally interesting and super interconnected. Yeah, they. I think that's where the prequels and the sequels suffer a little bit, is that the main characters go off in different directions. They don't quite feel like they're going to the same place, even though they do end up in the same place. Right. There's a lot of, in the, especially in the newer movies, there's just so much shit going on, and it feels like it's all just kind of running at the same time, but right. none of it's like, it's like you're watching a bunch of different short stories where these two overlap, they have impact on, on one another, and they're both, they both manage to be interesting for the entire movie. Yeah, and I think that if you're going to put romance in Star Wars, let it feed off the plot instead of having it be the plot. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And then, okay, so Star Wars in general has had a huge impact on pop culture, but this movie specifically is referenced quite frequently. Do you have any favorite pop culture references that... The Han Solo outfits that girls wear (laughs) in the fall. Um, This was another... I feel like the the weird it's weird but it's weird to like quote yoda in like a philosophical way but uh do or do not there is no try is like a weird mantra that <laughs> i try to incorporate yeah in life. no but it's a good it's a great mantra to like yoda himself is very is like a very philosophical figure in this movie for sure um so that for me obviously like the the no i am your father right okay so like <laughs> i have toy story 2 um <laughs> I think it's, is it, what's his name? Like Zerg. Emperor Zerg. Emperor Zerg tells Buzz yeah. Lightyear that he's his father. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, that, that's a great There's one. There's also a Simpsons episode where uh, Homer and Marge are leaving the theater, and he's like, wow, I can't believe Darth Vader was Luke's father. <laughs> and, <everybody laughs> and everybody in line is super pissed. Like, yeah. I love that. Wow, what an ending. Who'd have thought Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. No, this is so, like you said, there's so many examples to point to. It's impossible to really narrow it down. But it's just like, there, and there's a big avenue of like doing exactly what we do as we talk about these movies and also kind of make fun of them a little bit because um, it just comes like out of fandom. People are people care about these movies so much that they look at the dumb shit too and they still find a way to like make it fun. Like right. Family Guy. Oh, and, uh, I, they do such a phenomenal job. And Robot Chicken. Yeah, also, Robot Chicken like, as well. I think I, I may have watched the Family Guy Star Wars specials as many times as I've watched the original trilogy. Right, movies, and like everything they point out is like, all right, that's that's pretty funny. Yeah. It's never like malicious, but it's, you know. I think like at one point, like the ATATs are like the ones wearing like Crocs or something, and it's just yeah. like, it's so dumb, <laughs> it's but so it's so stupid. funny. 
Good time. Good time. I think the next point we did kind of talk about a little bit already, but. Oh, the fact that Mark Hamill and James Earl Jones were the only people who knew yeah. the dialogue uh, for the infamous I Am Your Father sequence. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of, okay, yeah. so do you think, so there are things like, it still happens today. Um, for example, Avengers Endgame, sorry if you for some reason live under a rock and haven't seen it yet. Uh, Tony Stark snapping his fingers saying, I am Iron Man, was something filmed completely separate. Everyone else who had worked on the movie was unaware that that was like the dialogue they were using. Kind of leaving like a little something for the people who actually made the movies themselves to like experience for the first time in theaters. Do I you didn't think know that. that. Do you think that it like is something special for like the people who are a part of the film? Yeah. Or do you think that makes it yeah, really most special definitely. for like, the entire movie going audience? Most definitely because they're and I was gonna I was gonna say this would be like impossible in today's internet everywhere era. I didn't know that about Endgame. That's pretty wild that they they pull that off but yeah for sure if, if if something's like that locked up and like tucked away in super secret where only like a handful of people who work on the movie because thousands of people work on these movies so even if you narrow right. it down to like several of those people that's amazing i can't imagine putting out a project like that and then seeing like i'm your father and just being like what the fuck like, yeah <laughs> no i mean it's it's crazy. amazing like, i try to think of like um movie twists that weren't ruined for me right there's so few i've um, never seen the sixth sense because i same. just feel like too much time has passed yeah i know what happens, I know what happens. yeah <laughs> so. but when i watch seven for the first time and you yeah. get to the end of that movie yeah i'm not gonna say it here but it's like holy fuck and yeah the same she gets thing her Captain head America, cut off. civil war i i did not think that the twist at the end of that movie was going to be a thing yeah good stuff so it's gonna be much more rare in the age of the internet, but in instances where that can happen, I think the payoff is absolutely uh, massive. Yeah, and then, so we talked about this at the top of the pod a little bit, but Irving Kirshner directed this film, not George. Uh, it almost always feels as if when George lets someone else take the reign, but is using his story treatment, the results are much better. For example, Indiana Jones, those movies... So, <clears throat> so he... Seems to be a big idea kind of guy. And when he gets, and you can obviously speak to this more than I can, but it seems like when it comes down to the execution of like the, the more directorial duties of like framing specific scenes, dialogue, giving actors directions and stuff like that. And, uh, all the stuff we made fun of from the prequels and all that stuff. Right, it's like where your shortcomings are like the most prevalent. So I think it definitely obviously helps to have him on, to have his voice and have his guidance because it's his whole it's deal. It's his intellectual property, yeah. And he knows where it's going. I just think sometimes it it helps to have a second set of hands, second set of eyes on the scene to kind of assist with that. And that seems to be the case here because this movie, the uptick in quality even from A New Hope is... Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's massive. I almost feel like he, I mean, it, the lore that he, like, creates and all that stuff, it's so in-depth and deep that you need someone else to bring it back down to a more personal level because he's very much in his own world. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. he's, he's not on this planet Earth. Right. He He's out in that galaxy. In the Far Star Wars. Away. Yeah. Like, 
that's where his mind is. Yeah. And from like a universe standpoint, like George is the guy to go to. You want to, and a, a thematic standpoint, I think all these themes. Right. It's the all story is coming from him. Right. So all the big, comes to like all the big said, overarching kind of big picture decisions. Right. When it comes to the dialogue, like stay the hell away from that. Right. Do you think that? Do you think that George would have let "I love you, I know" fly? I don't. No. No, he probably would have made it like, I love you. And it's like, our midichlorians are perfectly aligned, and we sh- this is a chart of why we should be together biologically. <laughs> so the end result was obviously way better there. Right. So so basically what, what came to be the final product from having another director was the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. So I think there's your answer. It's it's funny, like we're we're gonna do a whole breakdown, and I think we should probably do like a, a favorite and a critically like because like this is not my favorite movie, but I can't. It is the best. It's the best yeah. Star Wars movie. Right. Like if you're watching, it's tough from, to separate those sometimes. Right. But. but when you like are aware of just how the story lays out, three act structure, everything, you know, we laid it out for you. It's the best one. Boom, and we're perfectly set up. For a sixth movie, Mike. Yep, Return of the Jedi. The Revenge of the Jedi. It was originally Revenge of the Jedi. Which is way cooler. And then George decided, oh wait, Revenge is not the Jedi. Oh, right, damn it. And he was like, yo, we gotta change all these posters. All the posters gotta get changed. That's a pain in the dick, isn't it? Yeah, and the marketing companies must have been furious. Oh, Jesus. So, that's the last one in the... Original trilogy. Yeah, we'll call it the original trilogy. Yes. Um, So, I mean, we'll be back with that next... Yep, and then we're going to fast forward into uh, 2015 on. That's right. We'll Looking be covering the sequel trilogy after that in our Skywalker Saga chronological rewatch. I don't think we're going to be as aligned on those. We're not. We're going to be yeah. very different. It's going to just turn into an us. It's going to be like audio of us just beating each other up. I hope that I can convince you to at least find enjoyment in them. As long as I get to keep making sound effects, man, I'm, I'm going to have a good time regardless. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Hopefully the me. people are too. So stay tuned and, you know, follow us. Keep at it on the socials and we'll be back with Return of the Jedi. I'm not going to end like that ever again. Goodbye, though. Goodbye, there.